Healing crystals, skincare routines, knitting a sweater, fitting in jeans. With Katie and Sarah, no need to worry, you're on a lady journey. Anyway, um, great to be here. Lady Journey. Lady welcome, Journey. Welcome. Guys, I, we want to say thank you for everyone that subscribed to our podcast. Thank you. We got up to a thousand subscribers on YouTube. How awesome is that? And it's because people were helping. So thank you so much. You guys are the best. It's also really funny when you're like, I, we need a few more subscribers so we can start putting ads that will annoy you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. And we're so sorry. <laughs> But, you know, if we're, we're just putting a little teeny tiny bit of ads, it's nothing, nothing crazy. Not absurd. Or you're not supposed to say crazy now, but nothing mentally like, ill. We can't say crazy. I don't know. I heard that. I, I know. Because I don't want to offend. Yes. Um, I never want to offend. That is my psychosis. I, I'm offended by myself. Yes. Um, but if you guys don't want ads, you know what you can do. I love that we ask so much from you. You can join our Patreon join at our the Patreon. lowest level and you'll get the videos with no, ad. no, that's the $10 tier, right? Um, the, the videos go to the $10 tier, but the bonus content goes to the $5. Yeah. So yeah. you, and that's every Saturday, every Saturday. It's only the same amount of money as Netflix. Well, it's yeah, clearly I mean, worth it. The it's same kind of content. Now, we've had, um, actually, we've had a lot of people joining the Patreon lately, so we want to say thank you so much, and we want to do our gem dedication. This, how cool is this? Now, first of all, let me say something amazing. We've had a sponsor of the gem dedication. It is the yoga studio of my friend, full disclosure. It is my friend's studio, but it is an amazing studio, and it's called Greenwood Lake Yoga. It is in Greenwood Lake, New Jersey, slash New York. It's right on the border of the states. So she has donated all the crystals for the um, next few episodes. So we want to thank Greenwood Lake Yoga. Please check it out if you're in the area. They have a lot of amazing yoga retreats. I have went on one. The food was incredible, which you wouldn't really think of that at a yoga retreat. But yeah, it was barbecue. Lovely. <laughs> Oh, we had a great time. We did um, we did a full day of yoga classes, also sound baths. We did a hike. We did a meditation. And um, then we ended it all off with a, a fancy dinner at a gorgeous lakeside restaurant. And then everyone got hammered. It's very yogic of us. I feel um, like um, athletic or uh, workout culture is also, for some reason, it venn diagrams with heavy drinkers oh you gotta get you have to hydrate you have to hydrate yourself so i want to thank greenwood lake yoga please do check it out at their website greenwoodlakeyoga.com now this first how gorgeous is this it's a citrine sphere it looks like a planet it looks like mercury right yeah it's so gorgeous i want to dedicate this one to lorelei who is one of our newest patreon members lorelei this citrine sphere is for you this energizes and opens intuition get it lorelei yes and um i'm worried about this i know it is about to <laughs> break into 1000 pieces look at this other gorgeous oh and then that's the other thing i wanted to mention about the greenwood lake yoga studio the reason that they donated this crystal these crystals is because in addition to being a yoga studio, they also have a crystal and magical wares boutique okay. in the store because it's got two levels. So these are some, if you want to go for your yoga practice and then do a little shopping, I just love that like, this crystal dedication really took off, that it's become our life and that what if it just, we don't do any more episodes and we just go into crystal talk. This is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, welcome to Crystal Journey. Um, I've, I'm fine with it. That yeah. is a path that I am willing to go down. I like this little guy. 
Okay, oh, we'll get to that in a moment. That's for later. This one, look at this gorgeous, insane. This is a lapis slab. This is gorgeous. It's lapis. Um, this I'm dedicating this lapis to Gregory. Welcome aboard, Gregory. This lapis will bring you wisdom and inner peace. So enjoy your Tuesday or Monday if you're on YouTube, Gregory. I like this one because it looks like a countertop. It does. It could be a countertop. I've never seen a slab of lapis like that. Lapis is one of, it's it's pretty rare, actually. It's one of the only naturally occurring um, colors of blue in nature. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So welcome to Lady Journey, everybody. In oh, okay. So these are for later. These are for later. Okay. I'm, I'm just so excited these here as a little uh oh. This whole <laughs> month, tantalizing, tantalizing. Um, this this uh, journey that we're going on today, in honor of the gem donation from greenwood lake yoga we're going to be doing an entire episode on yoga i know we did get what? people writing in asking if we would go into a lo- yoga journey and i said white woman talking about yoga unheard of here for <laughs> oh hello hello my specialty apparently um, we've colonized it yeah we did we yeah. did um but i i have practiced yoga for really about 20 years now. And so I have a lot of fun yoga moments and we're also going to be going into some of the dark sides of yoga. Yeah. Yoga can get dark. I think any group setting can take a turn if it's, yes. if it happens for years, anything can be a cult. Yeah. I think that's, and that's, and this is one this as is well. One, yes. You guys are in a cult and we're um, your masters. Yeah, we are your masters. <laughs> and if you can refrain from talking from your friends and family, that would be amazing. Oh, you know, that was something I saw on the, um, did I talk to you about the Chris D'Elia documentary? No, I actually wanted to watch it. It felt like it was supposed to take down his career and I don't think it did anything. I, I think it's done nothing, but it's, it's very fun because it like he talks about, he jokes on his podcast about having a cult often. That's like one of his runners, but then he was actually really trying to start one up according to the documentary. Yeah, we're not. So we, But we are. Join the Patreon. <laughs> I just don't have the energy to groom people. No, it's too much. It's like I can barely mentor myself, you know? Exactly. And I'm always breaking my own promises. I can't hold anybody accountable. I know. That's I, a lot of work. I can't even eat healthy for one day. <laughs> I know. They always say that. They're like, you have to start keeping the promises to yourself. I'm like, but in the moment, I want to make a different promise to myself for a croissant. Yeah, I have a sub-promise <laughs> that needs to get done before the major promise. <laughs> it's self-love. <laughs> Croissants or self-love. But I always remember that at the end of yoga, they would always, you know, sometimes they like to, they're always nice at yoga. And that's what I love when they're like, you know, if you just want to do child pose today, then that's, and you're like, yeah, I'm in class. I kind of feel weird if I just did child pose for 45 minutes or corpse pose. Yeah. Yeah. I, that is not my um, type of personality. I'm like, if we're doing headstands, I'm going into a fucking headstand. (laughs) If I need to wrench my neck, that, that I will have an injury for the rest of my life. Okay. I know, but the thing I always liked at the end of class, they'd always be like, you know, just remember always be nice to yourself and then I would just be lying there in corpse pose where I'm like you have no idea how nice I'm always breaking you know what I mean like yeah, that's I okay deserve. Sarah you don't need to go to do that yeah like, yeah. yeah let's go into child's pose again yeah <laughs> well I um when I first started yoga in New York I did yoga when I was in college and in high school a little, little bit as well but I took uh, several classes in college mostly vinyasa but when I moved to New York I started doing Iyengar yoga which I love it as a type because in Iyengar they actually the whole um form of yoga is based on like 
taking you through each posture and describing in great detail of like how your muscles should be moving and like the isometric. So they do, and they do like a lot of inversions, a lot of stuff against the wall. And I remember I was doing, I took an intermediate class, which I had no business being in, but I was like, I've been doing yoga for six months. I know, you know, I've been doing it for a long time now, probably several times a week. And then I go on Pinterest and I see, yoga moves that I'm like I, I, yeah. I don't know how to when, get my leg over on my elbow and hold myself up like right. that I know it's like when did you learn how to turn your vagina inside out <laughs> I, know. I love the TikTok yoga um they're like they're, it's like yoga but actually it's like a dog whistle for OnlyFans it's yes like, join oh. my OnlyFans I'll show you how to do the downward dog wink wink um yes. and it's just like their their butt yeah so there's a yeah, that is what I look like when I do yoga. By the way, that's <laughs> the only thing. I'm not wearing um bright, uh, insane-looking leggings that I clearly got on clearance. <laughs> exactly. I know. I'm always like in a uh an outfit that looks like I got dressed out of the Lost and Found box. <laughs> ah, hello. Yeah. Um, but so I was in my class. I was doing my Iyengar, and um, we were going into uh, handstands, which I had done at the time, but I. I was really struggling. So the teacher tried to help me and she was like, kick up, kick up. And I kicked up and I kicked her in the head. <laughs> uh, and that'll, that'll bring you out of the Zen that yes. the yoga experience has created. That did will she, take you right out. Did she manage to twist that into self love? Like just remember if you kick the instructor <laughs> in the head, it, it's good promise. Like, yeah, that's yeah. great. Turn the other cheek. Yeah, great she, intention. She victim blamed herself. She was like, no, it was my fault. It was my yeah. fault. I was like, well, <laughs> I never went back to that class. There are certain instructors. I even have this when I do online yoga, when they I press shuffle, because I sometimes, once I start, if you do the same thing over and over again, I'm always like, here we go. Oh, they're going to want me to do yeah. this pose at this moment. So I don't like it. salutations. Yeah. yeah, that I try to shuffle it. But there are some instructors where I'm like, absolutely not. Oh, I know. No. That's one of my, that is one of my big pet peeves about doing yoga is like some instructors. And I have to say the best yoga teacher I ever had in my entire life. And I've had dozens was at a, a gym. It was a guy. Um, I had, I did his. At, yes. at the um, moved, Astoria Fitness Club? Yes, he yeah. moved fast, though. He was, I thought he was so great. It was definitely a class that you need to know yoga, but he would come in, take his pants off. He had shorts on underneath. That's important to note. <laughs> but he was always, like, taking his pants off, like, immediately. And then he would just go into the post. He didn't do anything of, like making it about himself which that I find that so triggering when a yoga teacher comes in like today when I was drinking my matcha I had a thought and you're like J come on yeah Sally yeah move it along well especially when you do online yoga and there's people that have little stories where one lady's like I, my right side is tighter because I was walking my dog the other day and oh my God, I, yeah. I start like mouthing her story because I've heard it over and yes. over again yeah that's what I have with yoga for Adrian I kind of can't stand her she like she's insists. the paid one right she, That's the more popular one that people do. She she's a big she's a yoga star, and I do get why certain people like her because she has a non-threatening white woman vibe. That's like yoga can be for everyone, and but she calls her dog her guru, Guru Binji. <laughs> I do one, and and I will say like her her sequences. I do one a sequence of hers that I find it so relieving. It's like deep stretch yoga. It's it's a great thing to do on like Sunday nights. 
but like she just goes off into these monologues of like you know I just asked myself like you know people say like are you flexible it's like no when I'm in these shapes I like surprise myself and people say were you that flexible I say no way Jose and it's like I don't give a fuck about you <laughs> I, I don't care who you are it almost seems like backdoor bragging in a weird way of like people are like wow yes how are you so flexible how are you so enlightened (laughs) you're like okay I don't need that's yeah that's interjecting some personality in there and it kind of like takes away I start end up being like what is this what is this now it's just like a talk show about how great you are yeah and that's what this is so I guess no judgment no (laughs) judgment But yeah, that's one of my big, that's why I kind of dropped off on classes for a while. Cause I had like great yoga teachers who would be like, give a little personality. Like I used to do this, um, yoga work study. This was in like 2008 or nine that I did this. It was in midtown Manhattan at a place called yoga sutra. And they had three styles of yoga, Iyengar, vinyasa, and they also had Ashtanga and it was great. And like the teachers were all like super, they were I think like when you run into like a bad teacher, it's often somebody who um, just is new to yoga and they are doing it for the wrong reasons of like just wanting to be this enlightened person. Well, I also feel like sometimes what yoga does bring is there are people that it they thought that doing yoga, teaching yoga would be a supplemental job for their other job. Yeah. And I've picked up on bitterness yes yeah yes and then so I kind of always prefer the teacher that like this is what they like to do this is their calling yes I really enjoy yoga and I also really enjoy teaching yoga and not just doing it you know yeah I have a great teacher at my new gym crunch which is everything to me yes I love crunch and I am a cruncher I'm a crunch person I love it so much. I, I've done two yoga classes. The first one I did, I knew immediately that it was going to be terrible. I could tell by the amount of bracelets that the teacher was wearing. She, it's like each bracelet, you wear a bracelet for each thing that's wrong with you. Almost. Yes. She had thousands of bracelets. Her red flags. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> jingle jangle. <laughs> bracelets are red flags for the blind. Um, I've always, we talked about that on the live one. This is just a sidetrack of like, there is something they've said with like people that are in like drug addiction or alcoholism. Oh, yes. Like the Johnny Depp of wearing tons of scarves and jewelry. It's like a distraction for them, their addiction issues. That's hilarious. It's a subconscious yes. thing that's going on. Yes. Yeah. And she, I think she was distracting from the fact that she did not know how to teach yoga because yes. it was, it was nuts. And then I went to another class. Now I'm hooked. This other lady is amazing. And she's exactly, this is exactly what I like. I like, a little a nod to the tradition and the reasons that we are practicing yoga the mind-body connection um you know I like it just a nod to it and I know that's me saying that as a white woman practicing yoga in the gym I know it has a rich history and it has been kind of bastardized this is just what my preference is just like a nod I just like an ohm I like the teacher teaching I like them telling you what to do I like them guiding you through I don't love like like I used to take a yoga class here in Astoria where they would go around and be like, now everyone can share. And then it's like, we would go around and we would share before the class. And it's like, inevitably what would happen is like an older woman from the neighborhood would just share her tale 
of too like too much sharing they were out of tuna at the store and it's like and now it's 15 minutes and they would get to me and i'd be like you know i my share is like i'm up fully upset now because this is ridiculous and i also don't think that this is in the yogic tradition and this lady just trauma dumped on us yeah yeah, yeah. it's like i'm sorry that jeanette is lonely <laughs> i know i just came here to sabotage everyone's time because you're a captive to what my stories are and you have nowhere to go well I think that's the difference between the yoga studio versus the gym yoga like gym yoga and I do think gym yoga can be really good and really like you know yeah in a traditional form more so than the studio yeah I think there's perks to both because I I am such a skeptic but I do open myself to having like spiritual moments in the the more spiritual yoga but when it comes down to it I'm just like I dude I just want ripped arms <laughs> like just give me Michelle Obama's arms <laughs> I want some some slight muscle definition so I'm I don't go in there too much for the spiritual journey but there are times where I get jealous where they were like sometimes I've cried when I've done a hip opener and I'm like what Oh, I've done that. Yeah. Yeah. For me, I do I do it as a form of exercise, but for me, I also do it. The spiritual element for me is not so much of like, this is my church, but it's more of the mental rest that I get from focusing only on the movement and focusing on the um, small different movements of my body, you know, like rotating your hips and like rotating your you know doing the isometric rotations because so I do get a lot of mental rest from it where I just feel like a weight spin off of me or like if I'm worrying about something like in the moment I'm like no I just need to focus on my movements yes it does help you live in the moment where you're not harboring resentments or like yes where you're like I just have to hold my arm up yeah and yes. it's painful right now just focus on, yeah like yeah. if you're doing that thing in your mind which I love to do apparently it, like fighting of fighting someone in your mind <laughs> yes. where you're like I'm gonna tell off that bitch. oh they'll be sorry like, oh you thought you could order waffles when I said I was getting waffles yeah you know and then when you go into yoga especially when you're in you know exactly in something that's like a balancing pose or something where you're like holding a really tricky pose it's like your mind is trying keeps trying to go back to that I have problems with like fixating you know trying to fixate on that but then the physical pain forces you to be in the present moment focus on your breathing so that is one reason I love yoga I do too and also it to me I had to start doing it because I got bad plantar fasciitis and it's really good for your fascia yeah. Which I've heard is like the just one long connective tissue in your body. And I don't know where the science is this, of this is, but I saw a lady on TikTok, so it's true. Yes. Say something about like uh, working on your fascia and like yoga and athletic activity is good for your facial symmetry. Ooh, and I love saying fascia. <laughs> I do too. My fascia is so good today. <laughs> My fascia is very, very strong. But it's a great, I found that when I started doing yoga instead of running, I was getting more tonage tone than I was with running. Yes. Yeah. It tones you so well. It's like the body weight. 
And now I started yoga. Um, I forgot I wanted to share this because I actually started yoga because when I was in high school, I had like really, really bad hip and back pain. Like my right hip is more turned out than my left for whatever reason. And I think that I have like a weak, a musculature weakness. So I would get like really horrific hip pain. My hip would be out of alignment. I'd be like limping. And I went to the chiropractor, but because I had, I didn't have the like vocabulary to be like, my hip hurts. I would just say like, I'm my pelvis hurts. My pelvis hurts. And all the doctors were hearing like, not all the doctors. I mean, I went to like my, my pediatrician and then like a chiropractor, but they were hearing me say pelvic pain and being like, Oh, well you have an STD. Like pelvic pain means STD. I'm like, yeah, no, like something is wrong. Uh, Yeah. Yes. Something's wrong. And they would just be like, I remember the chiropractor taught me like three stretches and was like, okay, like good to go out the door. And it was like, my hip was misaligned from my from my body and it I was in like chronic pain for like months and then I finally started doing yoga and the what actually needed to happen was that like I needed to stretch not just do like three stretches but do like a series of stretches that stretch every element of the hip because it's a huge joint in your body I need to stretch the inner the outer the the um flexor the back like the glute and yeah and I've had that hip pain still for years it recurs like if I lift something heavy or if I you know if I am like being a bitch I don't know like (laughs) it just pops up from time to time but I have I do this great hip opening sequence if you have hip pain you must do it it's called Jason Crandell hip openers it's on YouTube I've done it for years it's a 25 minute series where he stretches every element of your hip it's not um it's not something that's hard to do it's not something that like it's going to get you out of breath it's something that has taken me from having like extreme pain to having no pain at all yeah and I also would assume that too that with yoga with the core stuff that you're doing with um a lot of the planking and holding yourself up in downward dog it probably like tightens everything so it makes it everything work as one better yes and I think it makes your vagina tighter too honestly yeah because they do like the great pelvic floor is not drooping yeah yeah (laughs) well they do like the and uh, I think they're called bundas which means a lock yeah and you it's a tightening of a muscle so there's three I think there's like probably the kegel one right yeah the kegel one which is that that's the root lock yeah I think it's called mula bunda and you just like I, I I had a yoga teacher I remember one time that would be like and you pull up on your anus and now we're pulling and go ahead pull it. oh he would call it like the anus or like the perineum you know yes. which is just like the taint as well, that's the medical term yes I've always assumed whenever they say pelvic floor I'm like I read you loud and clear <laughs> <laughs> I hear you yeah. I just did it right now oh, oh my god of root course lock. it's a reflex anytime someone says kegel I do it immediately hello <laughs> <laughs> Now, you had um, yoga fashion on there. What did you want to say about the yoga well, fashion? Well, first of all, I just could wear yoga fashion nonstop. I, it, I it seems like what I feel like I'm a model. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I'm a model off duty. Oh, my gosh. I love pants that suck your body in. Yes. Although some yoga outfits I've seen when worn out, like the seer sucking on the back with the booty, you're mm-hmm. like, it's just like where you're naked. Yes, I know. I've seen those too. They're, those were like the big viral TikTok leggings when they first came out where it was just like you put them on and then it like molds your butt into this like huge shape. Yeah. Sorry, that's my birth control alarm, everyone, if you heard that. 
Well, it's also the reason why also I like yoga is an easy workout to go if you do it after work and then you I would used to wear just like leggings underneath or wear tops that I could wear to yoga and then I would switch my jeans to leggings. Yeah. And then I could switch back to my jeans and then I could go out and do spots for the where for the rest of the night where like regular workout. I can't ever do that yeah I feel like a regular workout I'm so like blasted by just like going all the way that I'm just dead to the world after in yoga I'm kind of like oh hello yeah I'm good and you're not breaking a sweat so bad that you actually have to change that maybe just like I don't know reapply a deodorant and then like maybe a light swab of perfume or something and then you're ready to go out yeah I like the easiness of like to fit in a workout in the city because I used to have to go from a day job and then I hated that there was no time to work out and then I found yoga to the people and then I could there was one like two blocks away from my work I could just go do that and then go out and do spots for the rest of the night pop in I went to a yoga to the people one time it was not my I remember the teacher I hated the teacher yeah well we were talking you know how we're talking about like certain teachers like there was a teacher there that used to clap in between positions and I always hated that one. Mm. Certain mm. teachers have certain quirks. Yes. That you're like, no. Yeah. I had one of my, I had some of my favorites where I'm like, oh, cool. Richard's here. Yes. Yeah. Richard. <laughs> or if you went to the other studios, but what I also hated about yoga, at least studios in New York. So you have these Zen moments mm -hmm. for a full hour where you're just like connected to your mind, body and soul. Yes. And then you're not, you can only change within like a, a four by four foot <laughs> radius or square yeah. footage and with a hundred people in the same space. Yes. Just so I'm immediately, immediately calling everyone C words in my head. I'm like, well, there it goes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, I would get that when I would do um, at Yoga Sutra, I would do um, exactly have like a, a wonderful, wonderful time there. And then it, I would have to take the train back. And so it'd be like, and goodbye. It's <laughs> everything is awful all over again. Yes. yes, it's hard to go into that. Um, but this I guess we can segue into. So I was doing yoga to the people. Yes. Yeah. And now we've been talking about like when yoga goes wrong the dark sides of yoga the dark sides yeah. which is always my favorite oh my god anytime a thing is positive and then it goes bad yeah I feel like yoga really lends itself to that in a lot of ways because number one it is like from a different culture you know so it's like it's already been colonized and like commodified you know so I think it's really and I do feel that there is a pain for people that are like oh my god I'm in love with this this is what I want to do with my life and then you're like oh wait now I am a small business owner, yes. you know, and now I have a yoga studio that I have to run and I'm trying to be ethical, but I also need to make money so I can live and have health insurance for my employees, you know? So it, it already lends itself to, it's like this ancient spiritual practice that we're, that now we're like, and I'll have one yoga, please. Yes. <laughs> yes. It has been commodified full heartedly. And, and when you mix money and spiritual spirituality well, that's it, when you get a cult it also lends itself to grifters so that was the thing with yoga to the people I started doing it during pandemic because I found all I was doing it at, like a few years before pandemic but then I found them online mm -hmm. on YouTube and mm -hmm. it was free and then there was something 
I think I went into the comments section Mm -hmm. and then I was like, I had no idea that it was a toxic workplace. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, it got, there's two. I feel like every workplace is toxic though. It's like, that is (laughs) like, what workplace is it? Exactly. (laughs) Um, I don't want to be here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, no, it was really interesting. Well, like the guy that started it and then he had got married to one of the instructors, they were holding like classes and you had to do something like an insane amount of yoga in order to get certified to get paid like $10 an hour. Wow. It And then they were doing like, I think they had a few suicide issues. <gasps> oh my God. Because it was like um, the whole thing of like, it's kind of like torture technique, like things end up becoming torture techniques like you had to one class that you had to do you had to hold your arm up for some insane amount of hours and then it was the feeling of like if you can't do this then maybe you're not made for this like you're a weak-minded person and it was like falling into that trap and I think when you get certain things like that mixed in with like people that are just like lost souls they gravitate to that stuff and then they feel like this is their a meaning in life and then when they're not able to sustain it or whatever or get duped or being told that maybe they don't want it enough it's like now yeah. you're in a dangerous territory yeah when somebody's like it it's like you're you're teaching people how to do this ancient spiritual practice like you shouldn't be like the king of the town like yes it has <laughs> that actually has nothing to do with exercising or like the mind body connection and I yeah. think like I've heard of that in other instances too like it is kind of funny because yoga in a way like especially for me and I think a lot of people have this experience of like going to it having healing to be like oh my god I have no more back pain like thank god like actually all I have to do to not have back pain is just do yoga one time a week where I'm like moving my joints like releasing the synovial fluid like flushing out my system and um but then like as you continue to progress and go more and more yoga like there's been a lot of um, instances where people are doing yoga and their teachers always saying like go further go further go further and then they get their hamstring is ruptured yes and it's like oh you've now taken it so athletic and you're like trying to get the splits trying to like just keep going trying to push your push yourself that like it's actually now you're right back where you started and you cannot walk yes especially with hot yoga I've heard that if you have ACL issues yeah you can really do some damage back to your knee again I've I've never done hot yoga I just don't think that I I because the type of people that do hot yoga are like Mike you know where he's like you just get in there you don't you you force yourself through it yeah you don't deserve joy yeah you don't deserve cold yoga (laughs) yeah I used to do hot yoga and I used to enjoy it or I like the feeling afterwards but you're really you are going through an intense amount of pain and you're lightly like I have to barf but I stopped doing it because it was 90 minutes. And I was like, that is so long for a workout. Um, it was very expensive. You'd go to a class and you're like, if I did this on a regular basis, I would be bankrupt. Yeah. Um, and then I found out that it's not necessarily good for you. And you can get, I found through vinyasa, you can get your body temperature hot naturally anyway. Yeah. I think the thing about hot yoga it, it does actually cause your muscles to stretch in a way that they wouldn't normally stretch. So it's more possible for you to overstretch. Again, I have never done it. That's just something that I have read about it. But I mean, speaking of the dark 
site of yoga. Like I saw that Bikram documentary on Netflix and woo, that is a doozy. Yeah. It's, it's as you said, anytime you're in, involved in something and then there's one head figure, that's a no, no. An eccentric head figure. Who's like, you know, all of a sudden driving like, Mercedes. Yeah. Doing weird <laughs> stuff. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's like he really private com- jets. He really commodified it to the point that you're like, oh wow, you're making huge amounts of money. Which it's like, I actually have nothing. I have nothing against like building a you know a successful business. It was more of the well, he was like a predator. He was a sexual predator. Yes. So I have a more problem with um you know molesting people while they're like trying to do downward facing dog. <laughs> which you're like, it's hard enough. It is hard enough. I'm already in um, a weird compromising position. You guys have to check out that documentary if you haven't seen it because the- he's still isn't those classes around the world still being like people not still- taught, but like he has seminars. I oh I didn't to know own that. your own like studio. Oh, he's still doing it. Well, he's I thought that was it. at the end of the documentary. Like he had just gone to south america and just started yeah. that business model there i do remember that part and they were like trying to serve him papers and he's like you don't serve me yeah <laughs> which, which hilarious <laughs> hilarious response i have to say but um the uh wait what was i gonna say about the the, the bikram the bikram oh my god it's out of my mind oh i hate when that happens yoga forever um yeah that i just heard that doc but if we've seen so many kind of at like the oh, Keith Rainier world, or you get it back? Yes, I okay, got it back. Good. I was going to say, I love that doc and everyone should watch it because I cannot watch true crime anymore because I think that it's so depraved and it just makes me feel so icky. But now I love true crime that's not killing. Yes. So like if you molest Frauds. a grown woman, want to hear about it. Yeah. If you're, a, I, I'm really more into like scams now where I'm like, no one I gets love- hurt except for your wife who you deceived for 25 <laughs> years. Yes, um, but yes. I love a good fraud case. Oh, love it. Oh my gosh, love it. Man leading double life. Yeah, except for the Bernie Madoff documentary, which I'm still trying to watch on Netflix. It is so boring. I'm like, oh, this is why I could never have been in finance. I'm like, that could have been my career. Yes. Never mind, I'm asleep. <laughs> so boring. Another dark side of yoga that I love, um, speaking of yoga fashion, is like, speaking of like the commodification. Lululemon, I like, think, is an evil entity. Oh my God, why are your pants $1,000? It's ri- it's ridiculous. And it's just like, now it's just fashion. I don't, e- I don't even think you need it. And then my other option is like, just go to Old Navy where they exploit workers in India. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, I know. It's so true. Well, I definitely don't think you need to buy a $100 pair of pants and but my my biggest fashion gross out of yoga is the um spiritual gangster merchandise it's like I haven't heard of this oh it's just I mean that's just their slogan and they put it on everything and it's like man could you be appropriating any more cultures at once yeah all it's just so gross because it's like you know um as a white woman I obviously am sensitive about the fact that you know white women appropriate yoga and there's that like stereotype of like going to yoga and you're lululemon and then you're drinking starbucks and you're awful and you like don't care about it you know yeah, and not that, knowing, like, the background practices of it and, like, the benefits. Yeah, not yeah. knowing, like, or, you know, not just having a respect from the fact that it came from another place, you know. And I think that um, now now that stereotype is, like, less now because I think people do yoga less now than other exercises. I think it's, like, not quite as trendy for white women as it used to be. No, I don't know where we've – I think we've moved on to Pilates. Pilates or pole dancing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Although I could get into pole dancing, the, the artistry that they do and the body 
that they have from that is like amazing. I'm doing a I'm doing a But I don't want to turn anyone on. Uh, yeah, I just I I want to I want to do like that ribbon dancing. I'd be up for the ribbon dancing. The gymnastics? Yeah, like the Oh, not not like ribbon dancing, but like um aerial acrobatics I'm Yes. Saying. Yeah, but I'm not that flexible. I would love I wish you was acceptable to do adult gymnastics. Uh, hi everyone, I'm tumbling. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for my bush, oh my, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> my big tits. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, tumbling. with like thirteen year olds. Yeah. <laughs> well, when I was um, teaching at the enrichment center, we taught tumbling, and I would always do like yoga stuff, and I would, I would like be like wowing everybody by going into like a headstand. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, I was like devastating my neck, and I still have problems from that because I wasn't doing it right. But yes. it, sh- the kids loved it. Well, I, cause I used to do gymnastics as a kid and, um, in the last year or so I've been trying to do a headstand and I didn't realize how hard headstands are if you're not in good shape. You have to have so much upper body strength to do a headstand properly. And I think it's because, because you're actually not on your head. You want to be on your elbows. And I'm, yeah, I'm assuming some core strength. Well, I managed to now do it. And now my next goal is I want to do handstands whoa and I also want to do the back walkover and then have your legs be in the air I love that you know you're like I'm not working on a special anymore I just want to do like gymnastics my midlife goal is joining the circus (laughs) (laughs) kind of romantic but well I mean I love doing stuff like that and I love stuff like like setting small goals like that that you can do at home because like yeah. that's another dark side of yoga which I think is unfortunate and I know a lot of studios do have like donation based classes or they have like you know people of color uh, like a day that those people can come because like a lot of yoga ends up being like especially in New York it's just like a ton of rich it's- business people and then the classes are like $45 and you're like how can I take a class how can I do this even when they're like suggested donation is $10 I was going five days a week and that's what I would normally do at a gym anyway that I was like Oh, going to a gym is actually cheaper than doing suggested donations. Oh, my God. That's yeah. $200 a month. Insanity. Insanity. I, that, I, if I was paying $200 a month, then I can just afford Equinox. Yeah. that's It's such a dark side of yoga. And again, check out Greenwood Lake Yoga Studio because they have some very reasonably They're priced classes. They're on the classes. light side. They're on the light side. And their teachers are so wonderful. And I promise they will not make the class about themselves. They will make it about you and, the, and about your healing experience. I've actually taken several classes there, and I loved every second of I The last class I took there, it was like uh, more of like a yen yoga where it was like just end of the day on Sunday, like a thing to do to wind down, and it was so spiritual and amazing. But anyway, so like these you people are like, oh, I want to get into yoga. Like how can I get into it, you know? Uh, well, usually I think um, any of your gyms probably offer a yoga class or just go online, and there's really a lot of like – uh, beginner stuff. Yeah. Um, also, beginner just means like, again, they're always like, if you can't do, there's modifications. They'll be like, if you can't do this, you can put your knees on the ground. Yeah. So j- you can just start doing classes like any vinyasa. They're never really intense online. And then they, the teacher will always give you modifications for beginner. Yeah. I always say like, I literally think anybody could go online and just pick beginner yoga and it's probably enough that you could just do it in your home and just be like, oh wow, I feel really good from that and not be like, oh my gosh, I have now injured my sacrum. Yeah. And, you know, and then when you start going, if you want to start
start maybe going to like one class a week or something, I would say either check out a beginner yoga class where they're going to fully instruct you how to do the poses because at my gym, like the yoga class moves really fast. I know what I'm doing just because of, I've taken yoga classes for like years and years. So for me, it's not a big deal. But I look around, I'm like, um, your knee is not looking good, ma'am. Your knee is not looking good. Yeah, you're you're really going to hurt yourself here. Yeah, yeah. So I would say take a beginner class just so you Tell can have your the instructor. teacher. Yeah, you yeah. have to have the, the teacher actually move you, move your body. So then you can be like, ah, I know what it feels like when I do this pose. But if classes are prohibitively expensive just do like one a week and then do your practice at home you know the other two days or something yeah I have to also I enjoy whenever I travel I like doing yoga in different cities I love oh yoga in a, what a fun thing to yeah do yoga in a as, town as your morning routine um most like, places offer it but yeah go online that's very that's an easy um, I like to planning start. to do yoga in other cities and then never doing it oh, <laughs> and being like, my oh, my God, I didn't make it. <laughs> yeah. And just getting the coffee afterwards. Oh, my God. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's fun. Yoga and then a little breakfast afterwards. Oh, that's the best feeling. My favorite online yoga. I have to say, check out Jason Crandell. He has he if you're a beginner, just check out Jason Crandell. He breaks it down so good. The videos are from like 91, I think, which I think is, it's like a little throwback. And then I also love, you could check out Yoga for Adrian, see if she's for you. If she's you can. behind a paywall, right? Uh, she has videos that are available on YouTube, I okay. think. I think she probably has some available, but a lot of people now, you know, are doing, if you have a big following on YouTube, I feel like people just, they do start going to Patreon. Oh, Five, how did she become big? I that think, is the like the person everyone talks about for online yoga. Really? Yes. I don't know how she did it, but she's also the person like the personality type that people hate of yoga, right? <laughs> like, hey everyone. Hi. I'm I, in my living room of a I had a spiritual experience on the bus today. Yeah. <laughs> and I'd like to share it with you through motion with my dog Guru Benji. At my two point three million dollar Austin home. Yeah. She's got an Austin vibe. I mean, no, I like her. Why am I dragging her? I, I'm, I said fine. I was going to keep it positive today. <laughs> but I also, the person that I absolutely adore, my number one yoga person, is Five Parks Yoga. She, This woman is so great. She keeps it spiritual. She makes it like... She makes it easy to follow along and she has a lot of different levels. So you could do like a beginner class. She has different other videos where she breaks down poses. Uh, again, five parks yoga. That's when you have to you have to check out. She's really great. Yeah, I like I've been I still do yoga to the people on YouTube because it's free and they have so many live stream classes uh, that are now just like regular YouTube videos with lots of instructors and I just put it on shuffle so it's different but I do tell you you get some really like funny instructors like I got one that seemed like a Long Island cop oh my gosh <laughs> yes that reminds me I had a I had a yoga instructor named Barbara who was from Long Island and she would do um Kripalu yoga which Kripalu is like I don't know exactly what the practice is, but it, it's a type of yoga from a yoga center that is, I believe, in Massachusetts. But it, her yoga was, like, very gentle, like, moving the hips, like, getting your body, like, in the right shape by, like, circulating the fluids, you know? Yeah. It wasn't, like, an intense class, but it was so good. But she would literally be like, and now we're going to down with face and dog. <laughs> Here at, we go. At the end of the day, you, you're going to want to not stretch as hard. Yeah. 
Oh my god, Barbara, shout out. That I get great. like um with some of the instructors, you're like, Oh, Cammy. Cammy's a kook. <laughs> I love Cammy. Richard. Yeah. And then I am like, Haven, purist. She's a purist when it comes to yoga. She's like one of those teachers that you're only doing four poses for one hour because she makes you hold it for an insane amount of time. And I'm like, this oh Haven, you bitch, you bitch. <laughs> I, that's actually, I think that's actually good in a way where I, that's the whole model of yoga to the people, right? Is that you don't, because you don't get attached to the instructor, it's like you're actually releasing, you have that experience of impermanence, which is like an important lesson to learn. I think that is the whole reason why they, they rotate the teachers like that. I feel more like yoga is like therapy where you have to kind of like try different teachers until you find one that gets to you. Yes. But I do like that approach because ultimately I do think yoga can be like a practice room for life, you know, because there are, you know, on a certain level, there are so many things like you don't know what's coming up next and you just have to handle it. And sometimes you're tired and you're still going through it or you're learning to do something and you're trying and trying. Well, there's, Oddly, there is one lesson that I've learned through yoga that actually works in life really well. You know, they say a lot of times, like if you're doing yoga, uh, the chair pose, which Mm -hmm. a lot of people find painful or just annoying because you're holding a pose for a really long time. But they say if when you smile through a pain like that, I have to tell you, it works. And it's something that you can go through when you're like, I'm highly uncomfortable, but I'm going to just take it and be like, it'll be almost done. And I'm just going to smile through it. It changes your mindset a little bit. Yes, I love that. That's the outside, like the outside in, right? Yes. Now, my last thing to talk about, since we're, we're running out of time here, I wanted to talk about one thing about the dark side of yoga. And I remember the first the first formal yoga class. No, one of the first classes I took, this was when I was in college, and I would get up and take this class every day. The teacher was so fun. She was like a young girl, and it was like just a fun, great class. And there was another girl that came, and one day she accidentally queefed, and I felt so bad for her. I've never been in a room where that has happened. I have queefed inadvertently through sit-ups in the privacy of my own home. Oh, thank God. Yeah. (laughs) I had one. I had one where I was at Yoga Sutra and again, uh, I was taking a intermediate class and I had kind of burned myself out in the warm-up. I was like, wow, this class is really easy. And I was like, yeah, that was the warm-up, you stupid. (laughs) Anyway, so we're doing um, the king of all poses, the shoulder stand right and the shoulder stand is one where you you actually are standing on your shoulders your neck and um, head are out behind you and you're supporting the rest of your back and your abdomen up with your hands queef position prime and what always happens for our male listeners if you don't know I'm just going to break down the journey of a queef for you is usually what happens is you feel some air sucking and then you know that it could happen at any time. And so, there's no controlling it. There's nothing you can do about it. So <laughs> I'm in shoulder stand. I feel the air come in. I was like, oh my God, I have to, I need to s- keep this in until I can find a safe place to release. The instructor comes over to me, comes over. He's standing um, above me and he picks my legs up <laughs> and he starts shaking my legs up and down meanwhile i have Did air you know in- that you ha- you no, took in air through he had no idea <laughs> he just thought he's helping me align he's yeah. helping me align i am holding on to this air for dear life inside 
using my root lock, my mula bunda. <laughs> and finally, I was just like, I just started laughing because I was like, I'm about to queef in this guy's face. And when I started laughing, he stopped and was like, oh, okay, like you need a minute. I was like, I'm sorry. I just, and then I just came out of the pose. I don't, and I think, um, I think I don't remember what happened next, probably because of the the adrenaline that was coursing you were through so my body in the, in the moment. I don't think I ever actually let it out, or maybe I like crawled to a corner and just like let it out when like during like a, a loud singing or something. But like <sighs> ha- that is, if you were a lady doing yoga, <sighs> it, you, it can happen. It can happen, and it does happen. And I've also had heard it happen in other times or like farts in yoga and it's like you know what if it does happen don't let it ruin your experience of yoga because you're a queen and everyone does it (laughs) I feel like most instructors would be like that means it's working yeah they Uh, will put a positive spin on it what did the girl do that in your class that did it she never came back she left the class and she never came back and I felt she left at that time she she like kept it she like kept it together and then she um I think left during the Shavasana. See, my technique is then you do an H A H or H A M over it out of nowhere. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow! I'm really relaxed. Oh, wow! (laughs) I am very relaxed. Make a joke of it, everybody, and stay there out of spite. (laughs) I'm not going anywhere. (laughs) I won't be queefed out of my own yoga studio. Lady Journey. Thanks for listening, and hey. Please make sure you subscribe to our YouTube and please make sure you give us a review on iTunes and check out Greenwood Lake Yoga for an amazing yoga retreat in upstate New York. So Lady Journey. Lady Journey.